I'm Yasi Salik, and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends, and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER and visit rg-help.com. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a, a Friday, I guess a Thursday late night, Friday morning, after dark edition of East Coast Bias. Raheem Palmer, Joe House, John Jastrzemski, getting you ready for a monster weekend of NBA basketball. You will have two games on Friday night. You will have two games on Saturday. There is a lot to dissect here, and we are coming off the heels of yet another blowout. But House, another night. Another family win. Warriors, that was feet up after the second quarter, baby. We talked it all the way through, and what we really got was a vintage Golden State third quarter. They just came out and did that thing that they've been doing, what feels like for a decade now, in a third quarter home game. Got to have it. High leverage situation. Watch them run downhill. That's what they did. But my true observation on this game is... Every other Anthony Davis. Come on, man. He said all the right stuff after game one. I plan on bringing this force in in game two. The, the, you could see it from, from the jump that he did not have the same level of intensity, forcefulness on both ends. I mean, he, he did not try and exert his will on the defensive end. And he was pulling the string a little bit on the offensive end. And as soon as as, as I, uh, you know, got a little whiff of, of that version of Anthony Davis, it was, it was a wrap. Good for LeBron getting into a little bit of a rhythm because he didn't have a great game one in terms of his shooting night. So he went, he, he used this as a way to kind of find himself. The, the, the true uh, bet of the night is whether or not in the postgame he says anything about Tony Brothers. Because he was giving him the evil eye, JJ. 
He was looking sideways at Tony Brothers quite a bit in game two tonight. Yeah, I mean, when you mentioned, you know, Anthony Davis, you know, they put Draymond Green on Anthony Davis and he just wasn't the same guy. And like you said, it's like every other night with Anthony Davis. And, you know, I think you could look at this Lakers team and basically, you know, you could find out if Anthony Davis has it or not. And that's a deter that's a determinant on if they're going to win that game. I mean, the non-Anthony Davis minutes continue to be horrible throughout this postseason. And then when you look at LeBron James, I mean, this is it, he looked 20 tonight. So I mean, I think that was encouraging for the Lakers going forward. But I mean, they still have that math problem when it comes to the threes. No doubt about it. And listen, it was one of those games like we saw throughout this postseason, fellas. A team that is up 1-0 on the road. Just not showing up. Miami was the exception to the rule the other night against the New York Knickerbockers. But Raheem, I feel like that trend has really been a dominant one. If you look at the first two rounds of this postseason, I mean, you could find countless examples. Memphis against the Lakers. Uh, your Celtics or your Sixers getting smoked by the Celtics in game two in the Eastern Conference semifinals. A lot of instances where that team that's up 1-0 that wins the road game doesn't find a way to get it done in game number two. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's that trend has been money. I think, you know, it's it's like 20 and one um, straight up and, um, you know, 19 and two against the spread at this point. So um, I think you can blindly play that and, you know, have faith that it's going to come through um, as it did tonight. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the the interesting thing is how often it seems to be happening in these playoffs. But the, these game twos have been great. Very good for the for the return on investment is what I'll say. No, we're not complaining. Listen, we had the Warriors every which way. And I told you, fellas, house, I was all over the monster game for Klay Thompson today. That was vintage. Hey, we need a win. It's time to show up. The Klay Thompson Mm -hmm. stat line, 11 to 18 from the field, eight three-pointers. You know, Raheem, I played Thompson to get 20 Warriors to win. Thompson should have played him to score 30 at this right, dude. My goodness. Yeah, I mean, that that was a hell of a pick. I mean, absolutely have a hell of a pick. I mean, and Steph Curry really hasn't even gotten going yet. So, um, you know, that's really encouraging for the Warriors. That's the thing, JJ. We haven't had a Steph game yet. Do you think that he's going to have a good time going down to Los Angeles? The bright lights in the big city, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Now, that's 5.30 on the West Coast. A little bit of a funky time for the West Coast. Those dudes be playing basketball during their, their normal, like, stretch time. but. Uh, I bet Steph's up for it. I bet we get a little bit of a Steph game in game three. I think we will see at least in game three or game four a Monster Curry performance. Uh, Before we get to the Friday night festivities, Raheem, the up-to-the-minute series price right now on FanDuel Sportsbook. Lakers at plus 106, Warriors at minus 124. Your thoughts? Me personally, I still don't want to bet this series right now. I mean, I know a lot of people are going to win bet Golden State, but to me, I want to approach this game by game because, I mean, this is still an abysmal road team in the Warriors. So I'm personally expecting this series to go back to Golden State tied 2-2. So I'm just going to play it game by game. And I think, you know, we're at a point where you know, you could almost fade the team who wins game three because I just, I think these teams are very evenly matched. I mean, obviously the Golden State Warriors, they have the better three-point shooters, but when Anthony Davis shows up and they're dominant inside and they're actually getting free throws, which they didn't get tonight, I mean, the Lakers are tough to beat. So um, I think this is going to be a close series and a long series. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I, I bought a little piece of um, Golden State at plus 135 
uh, coming into this one just because on principle, the defending champion at plus money. I just had to have a taste of it. I mean, it wasn't a huge investment, but it was staring me at the face, and we knew the outcome of this game, too, what it was going to be. But Dream is right. This is, like, game by game. And the very curious thing to me is, like, these these two teams have um, veterans at, at every crucial position, and there isn't really rest built into this schedule. So, I mean, in a way, Anthony Davis load managed out on the basketball court tonight. He was he he had 33 minutes of load management. Uh, he caught he caught his rest. I mean, somebody tweeted it was hilarious. I loved it. Like uh, Anthony Davis can go out and get 11 points and seven rebounds in his sleep, um, which was his stat line tonight. But, uh, you know, that 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 will be to me an element that I want to keep an eye on game to game like you know you so far we've been pretty good in terms of uh injury luck i don't want to jinx it i'm knocking on wood just want these guys to stay healthy yeah because we want to have the best version of this postseason that we can all right raheem before we set the stage for what's coming on friday and what is coming on saturday we're gonna let you kick off the friday proceedings it is hundred time let's keep it going my man what do we got Okay, right now we are 30 and 22 plus 540 dollars right now after our win with the Golden State Warriors minus five and a half. I'm gonna go a little contrarian on today's hundreds pick. I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia 76ers plus two in game three. I know a lot of people are going to be on the Boston Celtics. I actually expect this line to go up. So I'm kind of waiting for this line to go up. Um, you know, it might just stay here at two, but me personally, my model makes this game a pick them. And, you know, I, I can't see why you the, the Boston Celtics are laying points here on the road. I mean, a lot of people view them as the superior team, but I mean, I mean, when like from watching these teams play all season long, I know the Celtics have won these games, but they've been they've been mostly close games, and you know the Celtics have been able to pull them out. And the biggest thing that you saw in Game Two is the Boston Celtics were twenty of fifty one from behind the arc. Meanwhile, the Philadelphia 76ers were six of thirty. I think you know with the series going back to Philadelphia, tied one one. I think you're going to see some shooting regression. I think MB, you know, he got a lot of criticism for playing that game too. But I think he got, you know, he was able to get his conditioning right. And I think he's going to be better in game three. I like the Philadelphia 76ers. They're probably going to win this game outright. Wow. Raheem going with the Sixers, grabbing the points against the Boston Celtics. I'm with you on this, Raheem. I think we're going to get a spirited effort out of Philadelphia. Number one, I like the fact that all of the public money is coming in on the Boston Celtics right out of the gate. That to me, is an immediate sign of, okay, this caught my eye. This is uh, salivating to me. Second of all, I like the idea of the emotional angle here, House. And Bede, back in his building, MVP trophy, got his sea legs under him. We talked about that yesterday. And I think we're going to get a successful Joel and Bede return to the city of brotherly love. And the Celtics strike me as a team, House that just doesn't want to handle prosperity. I feel like they are going to get pushed in this series, and I just think the time is right here to go and fade the public Celtics here in this spot. So I'm riding with the dream. I have a feeling you want to go against us here because we had a little chat beforehand, so spoiler alert, I know what House is going on this, but House, make the case for the Celtics. Well, I haven't made a bet, but I just don't have a strong conviction, and my lean would be for the Celtics, and it's it's two or three reasons. 
Reason number one, we really haven't had Tatum and Brown both together have a game where they both get going and rolling. Um, and so that 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 aspect of of Boston, it's a tough matchup for Philly. Uh, you know, they 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 can they they have had success thus far. kind of taking one guy out. Although I think Jalen Brown really took himself out of game one. It's not so much that Boston took him out, but the thing really for Boston is they, they control their destiny. In in my opinion, the the combination of them limiting turnovers and making threes. That's how they separate themselves. They had 14 more threes than Philly in game two. And they they greatly reduced. I think they 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 had at least a dozen less turnovers in game two than in game one. If they if they can repeat that recipe, they also Coach Maz got up on the podium and was mad at everybody for not asking about game two adjustments. I mean, the adjustment was what, Coach? Uh, they turned the ball over less and they made more threes. He did put Grant Williams in, and Grant Williams against Embiid is a, is an interesting matchup they steal minutes that way he really can't I mean I don't know what Horford uh, uh you know what what you could expect out of Horford but I just uh um I think this is this whole series comes down to what what version of the Celtics decide to show up each night and I think that game three could be for the first time in the series the real version of the Celtics so a little split action here Split action, split action, split action. Because the sense I get house, even though you don't want to do it yet, you you strike me as a guy that come Friday morning, Friday afternoon, you're going to be on the Celtics lane too. I I just can sense it. I I got a feeling, bro. I got a feeling. It could be. (laughs) Uh, And might I add, we are going to have an SGP on FanDuel Sportsbook covering all the angles of this Sixer-Celtic game. So you want to check that out. The boys will be in the lab Thursday night. Friday morning, it'll be up Friday, probably at around 12, 1 o'clock, give or take, on the East Coast. And then you'll see that magical, maybe a four-legger, maybe a five-legger. You're going to have to see what we have in store. So there's that. FanDuel is the only sportsbook app where you can bet the Kentucky Derby happening this Saturday. And right now, all customers can get a no-sweat Derby bet up to $20. That means you'll get up to $20 back if your win bet doesn't win. And listen, I'm not going to pretend that horse racing is my forte, even though Forte is the favorite to go win the Kentucky Derby. Listen, I'm a Bruce Springsteen fan. I'm a darkness on the edge of town fan. I got a raised cane at 50 to one. I'm going to take a shot on a raised cane at 50 to one. So I'll have a little fun with that on Derby Saturday. There are so many things I love betting on FanDuel. Great promos every day. Safe and secure app and you get paid instantly. So Bet America's number one race this Saturday with America's number one sportsbook. Just visit FanDuel.com slash gamblers for your chance to get a no-sweat derby bet up to $20 this Saturday for the Kentucky Derby. That's FanDuel.com slash gamblers. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. Gambling help line ma.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 21 and plus reside in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Offer valid uh, first Derby win wager. Verified FD racing account required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable racing site credit that expires on 6-12-23. Restrictions apply. See terms at 
Racing.fanduel.com. Offer not available in Arizona, Connecticut, Iowa, Kansas, New Jersey, or Tennessee. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash Orgene, Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 109 within Indiana. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 100-522-4700 in Wyoming. Or visit 100gambler.net in West Virginia. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Then there's the nightcap on Friday night, and the Denver Nuggets have dominated the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul beat up, not going to play here in game number three. Who knows if Chris Paul is going to return at any point in this postseason. And House, you know, Phoenix has been terrific for the most part at home. Denver, as we know, has not been a good road team. We know it. They have not been a good road team. But if you look at this line for game three, down to four, opened at five. Market is moving with the Denver Nuggets here. I got serious questions about Phoenix. Now, I don't like this game as much as I like the Philly pick. But I got serious reservations about the lack of just flat-out dudes that are going to be able to ball out for this Phoenix team. All right, you know Booker is going to get his. You know Durant is going to get his. Where else are they going to get any sort of secondary scoring from anybody on this bench? Maybe you want to make the argument it's at home and you're going to get guys out of nowhere stepping up. All right, maybe you want to throw that narrative out there. I just think Denver is so much better than Phoenix. They are so much more complete than Phoenix. The only way I'm betting this game is I'm taking the Nuggets plus the points. That's the only way I'm betting this game. I have no desire to bet Phoenix. Zero. JJ, if you're going to bet the points, you bet the money line. This is the NBA playoffs. Don't just bet the points. Bet the money line. That's what yeah, the I, you can is. make that argument, but I can. I, just I, did. I also could <laughs> listen. I also could see a close loss, though. You know, the Rams maybe with a backbreaker. Booker maybe with a backbreaker. Denver, if you remember, lost a close game to Minnesota in game four. I get your point, though. I mean, majority of these games, Raheem, you cover a number, you're winning a game outright. So I get House's point. I do. Yeah, I, I agree with House on this. I mean, especially when you consider the fact that, look, if the Denver Nuggets lose this game, it's probably because they missed a ton of threes. And, you know, it's like when you miss a ton of threes, I mean, the game can just kind of snowball and get away from you. So um, I think whoever wins this game probably wins by, you know, 10 points or so. Um, and I, I could just easily see that 
you know, the, the Nuggets probably just want to get one out of these. I mean, this has been a, a bad road team all year long. I think we can't forget that. They are 34 and 7 at home, 19 and 22 away. So um, it's easy to forget that based on how dominant they were. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are looking to play the Phoenix Suns in the first half of, of this matchup. I mean, obviously, over the last 10 years, you saw, you know, teams down home, 0-2 at home. They tend to perform better in the first half. However, I do think that number is priced out at this point. Um, so I don't necessarily recommend playing that. But I would lean towards the Phoenix Suns on the full game. I'm probably not going to play anything here, but um, I think that's my lean. Raheem, question for you. Would you have any interest in this game playing an adjusted line? For either Phoenix or Denver, talking about a margin victory type of game or no interest? Um, I think I would lean towards Phoenix um, just because I think Phoenix has done a good job of taking care of business at home. I mean, they have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. I think if this is a slow-paced game um, possession-wise, I mean, let's look at the facts. In game two, they were leading that game up until the fourth quarter. So, I mean, they got outscored in the fourth quarter, 27 to 14. So I could see the Phoenix Suns replicating that game and, you know, not tiring out. I mean, there is the out, there's not, not an altitude advantage at, um, in Phoenix like it is in Denver. So um, I, I, think you, I think you can lay the points with Phoenix. Yeah, I like the way that particular narrative goes, Dream. And what that leads me towards is an under in this game, especially with CP3 being out, um, that might be ultimately the way I play this. I do think, though, that uh, between the two teams, I prefer Denver as the team that's going to get the easy baskets or, or or the tough baskets in fourth quarter, the easier looks, you know, they because of, of Joker. They they just have a cheat code in the form of, of, of Joker, and, and he gets quality looks for himself and for his team down the stretch, and that, that's why I don't have any real trouble with grabbing Denver on the money line. But I think the real play for me tomorrow night might be the under based on the script we're talking about here. All right, House leaning towards an under in the nightcap with Denver and Phoenix. All right, let's get to these Saturday games way too early. Uh, Raheem, are you going to have, I'm, I love that I'm asking you a programming question, but I could do that here on East Coast Bias. Will you have 100 for us uh, Saturday morning? I likely will. Um, I'm still getting it together, but I mean, I think I'm leaning towards Golden State in, in in Game Three. To be honest with you, I just think you know they found something. I mean, and like like how said, we still haven't seen a, a Steph game yet. So um, I think this is this is going to be a back and forth series. But I'm leaning towards the Golden State Warriors on the road on in Game Three. Well, as far as Game Three for that series, Golden State opened up as two point underdogs. The line has immediately moved. The Lakers are installed. As three-point favorites, Saturday, 8.30, 5.30 on the West Coast. Now, House, the Knicks in the heat. Jimmy Butler's going to play. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle going to play. This is one of those weird series where they played Sunday, Tuesday, and because they want to get the scheduling for everybody in order, I can't stand it. It's driving me to drink. You go from Tuesday to Saturday without an NBA playoff game in a series. That can't happen. That can't be. That's the old man yelling at a cloud. But okay, where do you see game three now with the return of Butler? Miami won both games at home. If you go back to what happened against the Milwaukee Bucks, but the Knicks have been an outstanding road team all year. Goes from three to three and a half. Where are you leaning Saturday house? JJ, I have no idea. I really don't <laughs> know what to do with this Knicks Heat series. 
I really, really, really liked what I saw Julius Randle as a facilitator. And down the stretch, if the Knicks are able to have Julius and he's of the right mindset, the right frame of mind to help Brunson in those crucial inside of the last five minutes, those fourth quarter possessions at the very end, if we could see the ball move a little bit, I need to see Julius Randle as a facilitator. I need to see the ball go from one side of the court to the other side of the court. Then I I like the Knicks' um, chances, but man, you I, I I'm just not gonna sit here and 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 put myself in in uh, Jimmy Butler's crosshairs with Miami returning home uh, f- f- for this Saturday game. Yeah, I'm with House. I, I mean, it, it's tough to fade this Miami Heat team. I mean, you look at them in Game Two; they didn't have anybody. I mean, they they pretty much they lost Jimmy Butler. They didn't have Tyler Hero and the rest of the role players stepped up. And, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, a couple plays here and there, you know, that four-point play, you know, maybe Miami, you know, sneaks out and they have a a 2-0 lead going home. So I don't know if I want to fade them. I mean, Julius Randle hasn't looked healthy. This Knicks offense is just pretty bad right now. So um, I think you kind of maybe have to lean under, but, I mean, the Heat has been rolling a little bit offensively by the way they've been shooting the three. I mean, they've been like the greatest shooting team of all time outside of the Warriors. So um, I'm still thinking about that, that, that game right now, to be honest with you. It's a tough one. Very, very tough game to handicap, fellas. Um, you guys hit on Randle's importance. The Knicks need him in this series. Not only did I need him housed from a facilitating standpoint, his presence alone takes Bam Adebayo away from the basket. It allows the Knicks, the Brunsons, the Barretts of the world to be able to go and attack the basket. You're taking that rim protector away, and all of a sudden they can go and win their one-on-one matchups. Listen, I think everything about conventional wisdom screams Miami is the playing game number three. Here's my counter, though. The Knicks have been a terrific road team all year. One of the best road teams in the NBA. They are going to have a lot of folks who are the transplants that have made their way down to South Florida. So I'm sure they're going to have plenty of fans in the crowd that are making their presence felt. I I hate to cop out and not give you a play on this game, but I'm thinking under. You know, I I, the game, it's a really tough side at three and a half. Maybe on Saturday morning after I listen to 100, I'll be inspired one way or the other, Raheem. But uh, right now, I am not feeling the love for either one of these sides. But I do think we're poised, right, for a little Miami Heat regression from beyond the three-point arc. They 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 shoot a gazillion threes. But, like, the percentages the other day, I it felt like, Raheem, maybe this is the fan of me talking. It felt like, especially in the first two and a half quarters, Every shot Miami was taking from beyond the three-point arc was going in. You know, and they were all, <laughs> the, the crazy thing is, they're all good shots, House. That's that's the amazing thing about Spolstra and the way he draws up offense. They're not shooting threes where you're like, oh, that's a bad shot. That's a bad, no, that's that's a good shot. They should be taking that shot. Yeah, JJ, you beat me to the punch. This is a Coach Spo show so far. I mean, I, I think this series has really been a reflection on just how superior that organization is and and him as the uh, the ultimate Sherpa, the shepherd, right? Sitting on top of that playoff flock. And and they they came in and said, our game plan, our, the best way for us to win this game is to shoot threes early and often and, and all, until the game is over. And they just, they did it and they did it and they did it and they damn near stole the game. Um, 
but I, I, I like your point about the Knicks. They really have been fearless. And that was a really important point for us in that Cleveland series. JJ, that is how we uh, cashed a little bit in game one uh, in Cleveland. At least I did. And, um, you know, may, maybe that would be a way, maybe a tiny money line play on the Knicks could be in order. That might be what I wake up with a twinkle in my eye Saturday morning. A little money line play on the Knicks could be the flavor of the day, JJ. 24 and 17 on the road. And listen, I'm going to be dealing with a whole lot of adversity trying to hang with college kids this weekend on the campus in Nittany Valley at Penn State. So I might have a little liquid courage in me and hit the fan to lap and say, you know what? YOLO, baby. I'm getting on that Nick money line after, right after I'm bored to tears at graduation for an hour. Take some pictures and then boom, let's go. Cash the Knicks on the money line. Raheem, we'll be looking for 100 potentially on Saturday. So we'll have a Monday show for you. We will have our show Tuesday night for Wednesday morning ready for you. And then we'll have a show later in the week. So the NBA playoffs now, we finally have a schedule figured out. I couldn't keep track of the schedule for forever, but we got to figure it out. For House, for Raheem, for our buddy, the War Gone Warrior, we are back next week. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Cash some tickets. JJ out. Be good. <laughs>